campers. Welcome to Museum Camp. I'm Megan. I'm Madison. Hello and thank you for joining us here around the campfire. Thank you so, so much for Mm -hmm. um, coming to this amazing camp situation and Mm -hmm. um, for bringing s'more supplies and for bringing, um, you know, just a good attitude. Mm -hmm. If you're in the continental U.S., you can probably just step outside your door no matter where you are and get a whiff of the smoke from the campfire. Yeah. Just kidding. I don't want to, I don't want anyone to think that we're responsible for that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That was Uh, not us. Sorry, West Coast. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. um, Madison, (laughs) what's going on? (laughs) Oh, not much. I, um, I've been watching a lot of TV, which I know is just shocking. Yeah. Um, I do like that our intro is almost exclusively just us catching up on TV. <laughs> I am, I am going to the podcast. throw you for a loop with my update today. It's not TV related. Well, then I don't know if I'll be able to process it. <laughs> <laughs> it's TV or nothing. I know, me. I know, I know. Um, okay, so a few things. First, well, first of all, I recently started and have gotten pretty far into Good Girls. Have you seen that? Love one? it. Love it. Love Good Girls. Big fan. Yeah. Not done yet. No spoilies. But okay. love it. I just love Retta is unbelievable. I just love her. She's so good. She's so good. Um, so I've been watching that. But also, okay, so I know I talked a while back about Amazing Race. Mm-hmm. And I know, you know. We all love Amazing Race, but I don't know if you have seen or remember seeing season one of Amazing Race. Uh, yeah. Um, I just have to remember who was in it. <laughs> okay. It's <laughs> so stupid. So we were watching it and my I think maybe the best thing that has ever happened on any sort of reality television is when this <laughs> couple gets out, um, Lenny and Karen. Mm-hmm. And they're like interviewing them at the end, like, oh, how are you feeling? And she just just like, yeah, I just don't think it's going to work out for us. And just like fully breaks up with him. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. And he's just like, okay. Uh. <laughs> so funny yikes i forgot about that yeah it's definitely worth a watch it's all so they're all so annoying there are a few really great ones but mostly everyone on that show is so annoying well and i love that that show like honestly i don't think it could exist today because of like technology unless it does still exist exist, yeah okay (laughs) i take it back but like i remember the early episodes when like Mm -hmm. um just like phones were yeah. so yeah scarce <laughs> yeah there i would there was one where i don't remember where they were but they were trying to get to their next destination and they were like neck and neck and so someone used all of their like allowance that for mm-hmm. that leg of the journey to um he bought like a stranger cell phone for 300 dollars, and he was like i'll mail it back to you i promise he's like 
you know, don't worry. You just call me in a few days. I'll get. And she was like, uh, okay. And so he called ahead and like spoke to the airline. And oh I was, God. it was so funny. But yeah, I am interested. I've got like 30 more seasons to get caught up to the more, um, you know, modern times. Mm. <laughs> so I'll I didn't know, know it was still going on. I think it is. Well, I guess I'm jumping back into Amazing Race. I think you should. It's a good one. Yeah. Are you watching anything else or is that it? Um, that's, that's it pretty much. Just, okay. yeah, the huge, obviously um, Ted Lasso, but we've discussed that we're not going yeah. to discuss that yet. We're going to wait. We're going to give the people time, give the people time to process. There's a lot to process. Yeah. Um, I do have just, I just want to read the title of an article to you. Oh no. <laughs> this is from the guardian. Um, and it was just from August 4th. So like last week, a week ago, visitors to us Titanic museum injured by replica iceberg. (laughs) 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 Oh man. I wish I could see Nathan's face. I know. Cause I think he enjoyed it. (laughs) Oh, never mind. He did not. I don't think anyone like seriously got injured, but it's so funny that we didn't learn our lesson the first time. Yeah. Come on, people. Also, like if you're going to have a museum dedicated to history's most infamous iceberg situation, maybe make sure those are like strapped in a little better. (laughs) Like it's very triggering. I would be. I would, yeah. I would imagine. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, yeah. But that's all I have to share. Just that wow. beautiful article title. That's so good. I can't wait to read that. Mm-hmm. Hope everyone's okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, before we leave this intro behind, I want to say if you are just like teetering on the edge of like, should I join their Patreon? Should I not? Like, I just want to, I want to say, just do it. Just go to patreon.com slash the museum camp and do it. You're going to get so much stuff in the mail from us. Mm -hmm. I post on there all the time just for patrons to see, Mm -hmm. um, and interact with you all. And, Mm -hmm. um, I think you'd really like it. And I think you you should consider supporting the podcast. And we will mad lib the hell out of you. We will. (laughs) You know, we will. You know, we will. (laughs) Don't get me started. Yeah. We'd also love it if you'd check us out on social media. We Mm -hmm. are constantly just living it up on tiktok and instagram Mm -hmm. not so much on facebook i'm not as active on facebook but like we're there we have a presence Mm -hmm. um and twitter at the museum camp yep yep both of us equally on uh (laughs) social media we equally share the time we did that no just kidding it's entirely (laughs) megan i have deleted all social media from my phone yeah Um, so if if nothing else Support the Patreon so that Megan is, you know, getting paid for the <laughs> the hours um, and hours. This is going great. Shut up. <laughs>
<laughs> Nathan. Thank you. Yeah. I'm going to take that Nathan, as a compliment. I noticed you still haven't joined our Patreon. So Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> he knows that the Mad Lib we would write about him would be too mean. <laughs> it would be very, very mean. And I don't want anything in the mail. Oh, are you? Okay. He's uh, anti-mail. We need, to, we need to unpack that later. <laughs> Just <laughs> not into mail. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the last stop on this plug train is our um reviews if you want to oh, yeah. rate and review us on apple Podcasts, we would just uh, simply love you for it it would mean the whole world truly the entire world you've heard of it yeah <laughs> you know it yeah um and i think i'm gonna say goodbye intro au revoir <laughs> french Bye people intro. everywhere are so mad at yeah. you <laughs> you're twitching <laughs> i mean okay i'll sing the entire so long farewell song yeah we, we will to that right it's mm. no problem <laughs> yeah i think that'll be fine <laughs> yeah rogers hammerstein let me know for us today campers camp counselor maintenance man Mm -hmm. today we're going to be discussing my favorite thing of all time and now hold on can i guess no okay obviously (laughs) many thoughts come to mind (laughs) (laughs) that's fair that's why you have know, to ask for your <laughs> <laughs> I know you're wondering is there a sister act museum or <laughs> that you know wasn't you're thinking, my guesses. she loves eating shellfish is there a shellfish museum mm-hmm. and yes there is but that's not what we're discussing okay today. okay Madison I have three <laughs> words for you that I'm actually going to sing to you Okay. Shackleton's Antarctic <laughs> Adventure. Um, okay. Okay. We need to explain the story of that original composition. Sure. I mean, go take it. Well, so I mean, we'll get into Megan's love of Ernest Shackleton. Yeah. Um, and I don't fully remember. Why? We, why you were singing? Because we were going it? to the Omnimax. It was me, oh, you, yeah. and Jack, <laughs> and that was the name of the movie. And oh, I yeah. was so excited. So, yeah, you were like a kid and kid on Christmas, mm-hmm. and I was at work, and I get just a voice memo from Megan and Jack, who I guess I was running late, and you were in the car waiting to pick me up from work outside and I just get a voice memo that's just Megan and and then Jack whispering and just going Shackleton's Antarctic Adventure <laughs> just over and over it's the greatest song I've ever written it's it's very good thank you that's right my little explorers today we're talking about Antarctica and the oh museums that celebrate its rich history hell yes <laughs> Okay, I'm going to read my sources. 
And then I just <laughs> apologize for this list in advance. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's very long. So I'm going to rattle them off. We've got um, an article from Aurora Expeditions um, from AntarcticLogistics.com from the <laughs> Ernest Shackleton Wikipedia page from the Imperial Transit Antarctic Expedition Wikipedia page. Mm-hmm. Flows the right off at- the tongue. Yes. The Atlas Obscura article on the Antarctic Exploration Museum and Post Office. Uh, the Antarctic Heritage Trust.org. Um, the International Antarctic Center website uh, and their TripAdvisor site. Um And then a couple of my own books, obviously South by Ernest Shackleton and The Lost Men by Kelly Tyler Lewis. Wow. That is quite the (laughs) reference list. That's right. I really wanted to do it right. I mean, you know, you have to, you have to. So for as long as I can remember, I have been absolutely obsessed with Antarctica and the history of its exploration. And I'm really excited to finally be able to like flex this very <laughs> niche history muscle. <laughs> that I have. Yeah. It almost yeah. never applies in life. Um, but I have mm-hmm. a lot of knowledge on the subject. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Live it up. This is your Oprah moment. This, this is, is your Shackleton moment. <laughs> it really is. Before we get into the history of Antarctic exploration, let's talk about the environmental history of this icy continent. Okay. To give you a geographical layout, Antarctica is the highest continent on Earth. The Whoa. average elevation is 8,200 feet. Um, It's also the driest continent with the entirety of it being classified as a desert. Hmm. Um, And that, from what I understand, the main part of Antarctica is a desert. The islands are considered tundra. So do with that what you will. I will. (laughs) There is virtually no moisture in the air. And the average annual rainfall is 0.4 inches. So dry as fuck. Dry as fuck. Can you imagine going to Antarctica and then it just starts raining? I feel like that'd be so spooky. That would be very spooky. I would not like it. Um, Scientists believe that there are some parts of Antarctica that haven't seen rainfall in 14 million years. Oh. Yeah. Crazy. Wow. There are 145 subglacial lakes beneath the ice sheet that have been discovered by scientists, which is crazy to me. Like beneath the ice sheet, I just, I'm terrified of what's going on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like more so than the ocean Mm -hmm. depths. (laughs) Yeah, it could Um, be anything under there. Yeah, there really could be. There are also several volcanoes on the islands surrounding Antarctica, but this excerpt is what I have found to be the most interesting thing about the topography of this continent. Quote, planetary scientists have found evidence of a meteor impact much larger and earlier than the one that killed the dinosaurs, an impact that they believe caused the biggest mass extinction in Earth's history. 
The 300 mile wide crater lies hidden more than a mile beneath the East Antarctic ice sheet. Um, okay. And the gravity measurements that reveal its existence suggest that it could date back about 250 million years, the time of the Permian Triassic extinction, when almost all animal life on Earth died out. Its size and location in the Wilkes Wilkes Land region of East Antarctica, south of Australia, also suggests that it could have begun the breakup of the Gondwana supercontinent by creating the tectonic rift that pushed Australian Australia northward. Wow. A 300 mile wide crater. That's, that's a, a big boy. That's a, that's a thick bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Yes. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Translation. <laughs> okay. Enough science. Mm-hmm. Bye, science. Let's get to the history of Antarctic exploration. Amen. There are several Antarctic explorers that obviously did a great job. You've got Robert Scott, Roald mm-hmm. Amundsen, Sir James Clark Ross, and many others. Mm-hmm. However, the one that I'm going to talk about, surprisingly, surprise today is, of course, Ernest Shackleton, ah, our sweet angel, a hero, an absolute hero. <laughs> Ernest was born in Ireland and moved with his family to London at the age of 10. As a child, Ernest found himself to be quite bored with school and is quoted as saying this about his studies. Quote, I never learned much geography at school. Literature, too, consisted in the dissection, the parsing, and analyzing of certain passages from our great poets and prose writers. Teachers should be very careful not to spoil their pupils' taste for poetry for all time by making it a task and an imposition. That's so true. I mean, there is wisdom in that. Ugh, amen. Stop analyzing everything. Yeah. You know? Just, yeah, just l- let us live. God, let us live. Ugh. Shackleton School. went on a few expeditions to Antarctica over the course of his life, the first being on the ship Discovery and being led by Robert Scott. The most well-known being the Imperial Trans-Antarctic Expedition on the ships called Endurance and Aurora. So the plan was to set sail from South Georgia into the Weddell Sea and cross the landmass on foot, meeting the crew of the Aurora on the south side. The Endurance put up a pretty good fight. But after months of drifting and fighting the ever-growing ice flows, the ship was crushed by the ice surrounding it and began to sink. Hmm. Not something you want to happen in uh, frozen waters. Yeah. Not, not a great reflection on the name Endurance either. <laughs> it's like a real it bummer. really screwed the pooch. <laughs> yeah. Got a little <laughs> cocky. <laughs> Uh, The crew would have to exit the ship and seek help. In Shackleton's book, South, he lists the names of every dog on the crew. (gasps) There were 60 of them. 
So I won't read all the names, but I'd like to read my favorites to you. Yes, please. Hackenschmidt, Skipper, <laughs> Slobbers, which is probably That's my favorite. My street name. <laughs> yeah. Split Lip, Satan. <laughs> Chips, Stumps, Painful, Judge, Rufus, Sidelights. Slippery, Shakespeare, <laughs> Bummer, Smuts, and Sailor. I love all of them. I love them so much. There were other really good names, but yeah. these, I feel like, just stood out. <laughs> Slobbers. <laughs> Slobbers is so good. <laughs> uh, I <sighs> wanted to do another name generator where it's like, what? What would your name be if you were one of Ernest Shackleton's dogs? Oh, man. I don't know what mine would be. I don't know either. We'll think about it. We'll think. So I'll leave the Antarctic exploration portion of this episode with a poem written by Murray Levick, a member of Robert Scott's crew on his Terra Nova expedition. I was really hoping it was going to be a poem that you wrote. (laughs) I'm sure I can drum one up if you want. Yeah, if you wouldn't mind, just freestyle about Antarctica a little bit. You got it. <laughs> this poem was written inside the cover of his diary when he was forced to live in an ice cave with several crew members. That um, expedition was not the best. Yeah. Uh, so, but here is the poem. A is for Antarctica, all <laughs> frost, ice, and snow. The place where half-witted explorers all go. Uh-oh. B for the word they most frequently use, though not, we admit, without frequent excuse. <laughs> so cute. I love that. Yeah. Um, there are a few museums that revolve around this magnificent continent. Most of them, however, are very difficult to find any information on. So Mm. I will give some honorable mentions. Um, Firstly, Russia has the Arctic and Antarctic Museum in St. Petersburg. I Mm. struggle to talk about Russia and Antarctica in the same sentence because, as we all know, they continuously try to drill for oil in Antarctica. Mm. Um. Mm -hmm. Which is, this is not to disparage the work of Russian scientists in Antarctica because they do um, mm-hmm. quite a bit, but yeah, still I'd frustrating. Like to clear that we, we're not trying to make enemies in Russia right now. Just Megan is apparently. I mean, <laughs> I'm not committing to that statement. <laughs> Keep drilling for oil in Antarctica and yeah. see. See what happens. <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> I literally can't do anything about it. <laughs> yeah, but you'll you'll pout. Yeah. Uh, but the Russians were the, among the first to make their way to the South Pole with expeditions in the early 1800s, which is crazy. Wow. So just to give you like a timetable, um, Ernest Shackleton uh, did all of his explorations in the beginning of the 1900s. So the endurance was, I think they set sail in 1913. Hmm. So to go in the 1800s when like before the golden age of 
ships seems crazy to me, yeah. but they did it. Wow. Um, in Antarctica, there's a museum known as the Antarctic Exploration Museum and Post Office. Uh, this is located on Goodyear Island and was formerly a British research base. There isn't too much information about this museum on the internet, but proceeds from rare Antarctic stamps and the gift shop pay for the operational costs of the buildings. Can you imagine being the mail carrier who like they're, they're doing like route reassignments. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, man, I got Antarctica. I got Antarctica. This sucks. <laughs> like, <"Ugh."> <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to make it home in time for dinner. <laughs> Yeah, worst route of all time. Yeah, the worst. So I would be remiss if I didn't mention a landmark in Antarctica that I would definitely consider to be in the under the umbrella of a museum. Mm -hmm. And this would be none other than Ernest Shackleton's hut. Uh, the structure still stands at Cape Royds. Okay. <laughs> that named after another dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh it's in perfect condition um and was uh cape roids was a base during shackleton's nimrod expedition mm. and not only can you see a blueprint layout of the inside of the hut online but you can also see like a full 360 degree view Ooh. um and it's all still like in the condition that it was left in so it's That's like awesome. full of clothes and shoes and yeah. um, supplies. It's really cool. That's awesome. Um, so the main museum, though, that I want to discuss is the International Antarctic Center in Christchurch, New Zealand. Mm. Christchurch is one of the uh, five cities in the world that is considered a gateway to Antarctica. And in mm. 1990, the International Airport in Christchurch wanted to make a visitor center that would show the importance of the airport to Antarctic scientific programs. Love that. So Tim Hobson was commissioned to manage the center's development and uh, local architects designed the building. At the museum, they have several exhibits and displays, one of which being an immersive Antarctic storm experience. <laughs> Um, and there that. are, of course, animal encounters, which includes a hangout sesh with uh, little blue penguins. Stop. I know. No, I'm going to vomit. <laughs> I love penguins. As well as an interactive experience with huskies. <gasps> I'm sorry. I know. Please. <laughs> Please I know. send me there to die. I just yeah. like... That's all I need. Penguins and huskies. Yeah. Um, so you can go on a Haglin field trip, which is the type of vehicle that they use in Antarctica. And you'll learn about life at Scott Base and what it's like to work on the ice. They also have a 4D movie theater. <gasps> what's the what's the fourth D? Oh, no one knows. Oh, <laughs> or no one wants to answer that question. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. 
there are several activities within this center that test you to see if you have what it takes to survive in Antarctica. Oh, One of these programs your... includes putting <laughs> this on is your moment. <laughs> this is my moment. Um, putting on Antarctic clothing and pitching a polar tent. And uh, they also have a polar challenge to see how long you can keep your hand in water that is kept at Antarctic temperatures. That seems dangerous. It feels dangerous. Yeah. But I do it. It feels like a liability. Yeah. Maybe in New Zealand. Yeah. They're just like, it's fine. Um, My experience in that would be in out. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Could not hold up. Would not want to. No point. Yeah. I, I yeah. like my fingers. I'm not trying to get them frostbitten. Yeah, I guess. But to prove a point, maybe. <laughs> I cannot with you. What point would that be to like <laughs> that I could survive? <laughs> okay. <laughs> what other point could what I other point? <laughs> um the center is a bit on the expensive side Mm. um general admission for adults uh is 49 dollars a person you have to pay someone to get your to have your fingers fall off from frostbite exactly that checks out if you want to get the vip penguin backstage pass which is an additional 20 dollars which i feel like you have to uh, and that's nothing yeah. for a penguin hangout sesh. Exactly. Are the huskies included? Yes, to general admission, yeah. Yes. Um, All right, let's go. Speaking of the penguins, this museum is working to rescue this specific species. Uh-huh. The conservation status of the little blue penguin is at risk, hmm. and they only house rescue penguins. Um, They have some little blue penguin facts on the website Mm. that I'd like to read. Okay. Yes, please. The little blue penguin is also known as the Corora. I don't know if I'm saying that right. It only grows to 43 centimeters. (laughs) It's so little. (laughs) Its average lifespan is 6.5 years. And while long-term relationships are normal, divorce is not uncommon. (laughs) Oh, my God. I love them so much. I love them. Okay. New business idea. Yeah. Do we start premarital counseling for little blue penguins? (laughs) I just, I think it's an untapped market. I think we have to. We have to. Who else is going to do it? Um, you know, Scientists. certainly no one I can think of. And yeah, who else would be qualified? <laughs> well, maybe other penguins. Cause I know that like they're, um, mm, yeah. they're big on monogamy. Mm. Oh yeah. Exactly. That's a good point. Yeah. Okay. So maybe we'll let the penguins have their own agency, but like, yeah, we'll workshop it. Yeah, we will. Okay. Are we ready for reviews? I've never been more ready. Okay. I have two reviews and they're both very long, um, but most of the reviews were really great. The only 
concern really that I could see was that it's expensive. Yeah. Which like get over it's it. Penguins and huskies. Yeah. Who's going to pay for I their dinner? Pay tenfold. <laughs> right. Easily. <laughs> so, um, the first review is from Howard and Howard says, we arrived just in time to see the penguins get their morning feed. The keeper was both amusing and informative. She introduced us to the individual penguins and their personalities. She first off fed those who were happy to swim for their food. Then she fed those who were unable to take fish from the water. That includes one who was scared of the water. Oh, no. A penguin (laughs) who's scared of the water. I have never... I need that. I've never heard anything cuter in my life. (laughs) No, that's a all of the penguins at the IAC are rescue penguins who are unable to be released into the wild. After we were shown around the animal medical center, we met a lovely little girl who is scared of other penguins and loves people. By little girl, she meant a penguin. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, he's scared of other penguins. That's <laughs> me, but yeah, it's dogs. Backwards. Scared, scared of, of people. people. Love dogs penguins. and penguins. Yeah. <laughs> A match made in heaven. Uh, she is in love with another quiet female. They sing to each other. <laughs> I can't. I, I can't cope with this. Penguin lesbian love is my favorite thing that i never yeah, knew i my yeah. needed a disney movie about mm-hmm. <sighs> um i got to meet a stroppy teenager what does stroppy mean is that a new zealand thing or do they mean strappy what does strappy mean <laughs> <laughs> like, one straps those like jesus sandals I yeah <laughs> <laughs> what is it s-t-r-o-p-p-y Yes, a stroppy oh. teenager. <laughs> what? It means bad-tempered and argumentative. Classic. So a teenager. Classic teenager, yeah. <laughs> so classic. Uh, a stroppy teenager who did not want to be there. The bad boy of the bunch is a bad boy who is on Penguin Prozac. <laughs> okay. Okay, wait. So stroppy teenager referred to a penguin? Yeah. <laughs> And then Penguin Prozac. I am a penguin. I am one of them. Yeah, you are. Uh, The vets insist on putting a cone over his head before treating him because he's so violent. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to watch a live stream of these penguins' lives. Yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah. Give that to me. The Huskies were a delight. Even the puppies were perfectly trained and were totally nonchalant (laughs) about whoever petted them. Oh, my God. There were a whole bunch of informative educational exhibits. You come away feeling like an expert on the Antarctic. I learned a lot and I have been there before. Brag. We were less, <laughs> brag. We were less impressed with the 4D cinema and the cafe, neither of which were up to scratch. Oh. So. I gave sorry. it five stars. 
you've been to like okay who (laughs) is going to antarctica that's my question well scientists recreationally yeah there are um if you're rich and rich large boats right so you can go on a national geographic (sighs) expedition to antarctica how many patreon members do we need can you just crunch some numbers real quick yeah hold on let me just (laughs) real quick (laughs) crunch okay we're gonna need 4,800 patreon members for one ticket or for two both of us okay oh easy (laughs) yeah because it's like i think it's about 12,000 a person okay well so i'll start getting some mad libs together Because we've got our work cut out for us. Yeah. You get a word bank and we'll be good. It'll be great. You're going to yeah. love it. You're going to love it. Um. Okay. So the next and final review is from Riggers Wallongong. Yeah. Heard, heard of them. <laughs> great. Just kidding. And they no said. heard of them. They said, I found it to be pretty average overall. By the way, Riggers Wollongong gave it one star. Riggers. So I wanted to balance out the reviews. Can you just chill? <laughs> I found it to be pretty average overall. First up, we went to see four Huskies. My wife went to pat them and the trainer was rude and abrupt and said, don't touch my dog's head. No dogs don't like getting patted on the head. Did they put the wrong dog? Like <laughs> the person that's never been around a dog said that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. Not informative at all. Just plain rude. You then it's walk into even. the first room and they turn a foam snow machine on for a minute. Woohoo. <laughs> woohoo. I love a sarcastic woohoo. Yeah. There's nothing funnier than a typed out woohoo. Yeah. <laughs> The next room, you could put your hand in in an esky, I don't know what that is, with ice to mimic Antarctic water. Lame. <laughs> Why did you go, dude? Person. Ringer. Next up was Ringer? standing in a cool room in a snow jacket while they turned a few fans on and cranked some wind noises up, which was pretty boring. Oh my God, this person's the worst. After missing the first 40 show because there wasn't enough room, then having to wait another 45 minutes for another, the 4D cinema show was about five minutes long and was pretty average also. You could also sit in a makeshift plane hall the size of a small storage room and watch a two-minute video on a TV with poor volume about the plane. Wow. <laughs> I love I love when people say... Things like you could sit in a thing the size of a small thing. It's like that doesn't give me any frame of reference. Yeah, the size of a small storage room. That's Just not a the size measurement. Of a plane hall, like no <laughs> <laughs> weirdo. The penguins were just chilling on the side of the water as penguins do, and it was so boring. <laughs> oh, I will fight someone. <laughs> I couldn't be bothered sticking around another half an hour to watch them get fed, which was probably a highlight. The most interesting part was the equipment they used to explore the Antarctic region. 
Wouldn't recommend unless perhaps you have kids. Pretty boring for adults. This person sucks ass. Yeah. How can you be bored with penguins chilling? Like, I would watch that for hours. Yeah. Forever. Forever. And I have. I have had to have been. I have had to be dragged away from penguins before. Yeah. Almost every time I see them. Yeah. 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 If I see a penguin, I'm not going to move on. Right. I will have to be moved. That's it. That's my life now. It's the law. (laughs) Yeah. I have accepted that. So that was the International Antarctica Center and others. Really, it's my Antarctica special. Yeah, the the great Antarctic special. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you. I'm going to go watch a bunch of YouTube videos about Antarctica now. Perfect. Try and stop me. I won't. (laughs) (laughs) What if you're just everyone? What if you're just like weirdly possessive of your like knowledge and love of Antarctica? You're like, no, you can't like a resident Antarctica expert of this podcast. There's room for exactly one. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We're at max capacity. Max capacity. Oh, wow, amazing work. Thank, Thank you. you. Um, I loved it. Thank you so so much. Um campers plug since Nathan interrupted our last one telling us it wasn't that great. He did. What do you want to plug, Mad? Um, you know, I would just say hang out with us on social. Um if you would like extra content, Patreon it up. Oh. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. Five um, bucks. Yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> tell us, tell us what our most recent patron gift was. So I just ordered a new patron gift. So, <laughs> um, the last one that we did was a donation to the Trevor project. Mm-hmm. Um, and for our newest one, I have ordered, um, lapel pins from the Idaho potato museum. You guys are so cute. <laughs> They're so cute. They're so cute. Get your and I will be ready. Yes, I'll be sending those out soon. And, um, you know, all I can say is join the Patreon so you can get cool stuff. We still have like stickers and magnets and all sorts of things that we can send to you pretty much immediately whenever you mm-hmm. decide to join. Yeah, it's yeah. there ready for you. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. The museums appreciate the donations. They do. Especially, you know, during COVID Mm 2.0, which we're not, you know, we don't want to bum you all out, but. Yeah, but it's happening, people. It's happening, people. And it's really hard for museums. So we want to support them as much as possible. Yeah. So if you need to, like, stoke your own ego, $5 a month and you're saving museums. That's right. And we will see you all next time. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye-bye.